1: That is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself.
0: Listen to Pastor Oti Boati as Christ is
1: magnified in you. Okay. Yes, sir.
2: How are you? Fine. Thank you, sir. It's good to see you. Thank you, sir. Uh, Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you. I have four questions. And uh, he has four questions. Number okay. one question is, uh-huh. is there a specific age you're supposed to get married? That's one. Number two. How is, long? The answer is no.
1: How long? The answer is no, depending on which country you are in. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay. because in some countries, the acceptable mature uh, adult age is 16. For others, it's 18. Yes. Uh-huh. Even in Ghana it's sixteen with consent. So someone can marry at age sixteen. Consent from their parents. Amazing, I didn't know that. Yeah, so you can marry. But as to whether you are making the right you are mature enough to make that choice at that age, it's also another thing altogether. So there's no age the age is sixteen and above, sixteen with consent, eighteen,
3: freedom.
2: Then number two is how long does courtship supposed to last? How long does courtship is courtship supposed to last? Supposed to last? Um, there's
1: no time to it but just as you don't you don't use uh, three months to finish any professional course (laughs) do you see you don't also use three months to court somebody and marry the person you don't know the person it is assumed that three months is too short to get to know somebody so six months and above is fine with six months being the lowest of the low. Okay? Six months is the lowest of the low. We know people who met people and got married after uh, six months into the, the eighth month. They got married. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. They've had successful marriage because they got to know each other well within the six months. But there are some too who would need two years. I've no, I know people who have courted for six, seven years. Ten. But I've seen ten, eleven, six six. It's not that one too has its own problems. But you're seeing meat here, you can't chew the meat. Ten years, you're moving around the meat like that. You're moving around the meat like that. I mean, it doesn't work. You get it? Uh So normally, two years, three years, one and a half years, three years maximum. It's fine. Okay? I think I caught up my wife for two years before we got married. We started dating, we started... A relationship in 2010, we got my 2012. But I got to know her 2006. Yeah, 2006, 7. But we're just friends. Yeah. But I knew what was in my heart. <laughs> I knew that. Oh, this is it. And I told her that if you see me walking around, it's not because I want to be a brother in Christ. Don't put me in the B I C S I C. You know, BIC brother in Christ, SIC sister in Christ. Don't put me in that category. Yes, I'm a sister, I'm a brother in Christ, but I'm a brother in Christ with serious interest. Yes. So if you see me coming and going, it's not because it's like I want to be your friend. I want to be your girls, girls. I'm not your girls, girls. I am. I'm interested actually. But she needed time. I I knew what God wanted me to do, and so I was getting closer. But she also needed to find out her for herself, and she got time to find out her for herself. And it's work,
2: yeah. Then, uh, question. Hey, you are blessed. You are asking so many questions. Question three. Hey, uh, it's Genesis <laughs> two twenty four. Okay. So for this reason, okay, therefore, a man shall leave his father and his mother and fa- feast to his wife. Yeah. And they shall become one flesh. Yeah. My question is, is it right for you to marry while you are still in your father's house? If what? Is it right for you to marry while you are still in your father's house? Is it right to
1: marry whilst you are still in your father's house? Yes, sir. It depends on how you are in your father's house. It depends on the condition of being in your father's house. You can be in your you can be living in your father's house, but you are independent. The issue here is independence. Okay, so you are living in your father's house, but you are working, you are gainfully employed, you are doing what you are, you are, you make your own decisions, your parents don't have a certain kind of influence, because you must gain independence from your parents as well. All those who don't gain independence from their parents have problems in their marriage as well. If your mother can come and say where to position your TV, and who should visit your house, you your marriage will not work. Okay? Yeah? So if you are in your father's house because of um, taking, being wise about renting before I mean, you are going to rent 30,000, when your father has a 4 bedroom house, and you are taking 2 you are or maybe 4 bedroom house here a 2 bedroom house, and you are in a 2 bedroom house you can bring your wife there, there's nothing wrong it's called economic leverage, that's leverage on the economy or you don't understand what I'm trying to say uh-huh. so, if your father is the one paying everything, you are not paying electricity bill You are not doing anything in your father's house. You are pounding for food in your father's house. And you say you want to marry. We don't know where you are going to bring your wife to. So it is not... In that sense, it is not good to marry while you are in your father's house. Okay? So independence is the key. Independence. Emotional independence from your parents. You must leave your parents with respect to emotions, with respect to money, finance, with respect to uh, spirituality with respect to um, maturity in order to cleave to a wife. If all of those things are not there, you are dependent on your father and your mother and hence must remain there until such a time when you become independent to be able to move. Please, you understand? Yes, I don't know if anybody... It's fine. Okay.
2: Okay. Question four. Hey! It's, a, it's about uh, the perfect... <laughs> Is he said for
1: so... The
2: yeah. perfect will in marriage... Say it again, and please. The, the perfect the... will in marriage... And uh God's divine purpose in the kingdom. Now my question is that you got married while you were still in the world, like you met a lady, yeah, uh-huh. you were attracted, maybe because of her beauty, character and all that. You got married and eternally uh, kind of, everything seems to be okay. Then along the line, both of you gave your life to Christ at the same time. And at this point you you both understand the purpose and the perfect will of God concerning marriage. So at this point, what are you supposed to do as the couple? You are continue. That's it's it's
1: in First Corinthians chapter eleven. It says, Let every man abide in whatever way he or she came in. So if you go married to somebody outside when you once you are outside of the kingdom of God, you go married to somebody, you have children, you are moving on, everything. Now that you're born again, it doesn't mean put away the other person. You get it? So you must continue like that. God will not say, go and sack your wife. God hates divorce in any way, in any form. So, don't push the person away. Continue. Now that you are, you, are in, you found Christ, you even said both of you have found Christ. If both of you have found Christ, then what's the problem? Just continue. If you want to do a wedding, see your pastor. Your pastor will know what to do to make it official before the Lord. And then you continue. How, am I answering your questions well for you? It's, it's in the Bible. 1 Corinthians 7. 10. Let every white man abide in the same calling wherein he was called uh, he says well, however you came in remain like that okay yeah he says if, if you go up if you go to verse um, verse 12 I think he says that um, if you are you are a Christian and your wife is on my, your wife is on, on Christian and your wife is pleased to stay with you as a Christian don't put away your wife uh, but the rest we cannot if anybody has a wife that believed not and she be pleased to dwell with him, let him not put her away. Have you seen it? Next verse. And the woman which has an husband that believeth not, and if he be pleased to dwell with her, let her not leave him. So stay as you are. That, this is even with the condition that the other person is not born again. So if the both of you are born again, ah, you are blessed. You are blessed. Yes. Good morning, Pastor. Good morning. How are you?
4: I'm fine. Great. Please, I first have a contribution. For my brother who said about the money issue. Okay. For me, this is like a bonus. I see money as a tool in marriage, not a poor guard. It's used in marriage. I'll use the example of Solomon for you. Everybody talk of how well this Solomon was, but let me break it down for you when I did the research about him. Solomon was so rich that he spent $20 million daily for him and his 1,000 women. $20 million $20 million daily. every day. Yeah, every day. His cutlery cells were made of gold, his cups, his plates, his spoons. That's how wealthy he was. But I can tell you that since the institution of marriage was created, Solomon had the worst of all marriages. This is because he had everything, but he did not have time to groom his children. He had the most foolish king. His child was the most foolish king in the history of
1: Israel. Exactly.
4: King Rehoboam was very foolish. In those days, king lost wars because of... King lost their kingdom because of wars and the whole lot, but that guy lost his kingdom because of his mouth. He just opened his mouth and said nonsense. That's how foolish he was. <laughs> Instead of taking decisions with grown-ups, he went to take decisions with his colleagues. His colleagues. Like yeah. imagine Akufadu wants to take a decision for Ghana. Instead of asking top people, he goes to Presec High School and got out of them and <laughs> like, oh, I'm about to take a decision for Ghana. That's
1: how foolish he was. Why did you choose Presec? Why did you choose Presec? <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you very much. Yeah. God bless you. So money
4: is not a it's not a poor guy. it's just a tool in marriage. Yes. So it's a tool the, in life, actually. Yes.
1: yes. It's a tool in life.
4: You have a question? Yeah, my question is if a woman is suffering domestic violence in a marriage and is becoming life threatening, but she stay in the marriage and be like, Oh, is my husband There's Emphatically one of not. She has to be in marriage. Or she takes the decision not to leave Because now it's life threatening Can we say that Oh she made a choice to marry him So she must stay there and die So, in Or it, she leaves No in
1: marriage There's something called separation That is allowed by God okay. It's over here Okay Go to the next verse Go to the next verse It's up uh-huh. But if the unbelieving depart Let him depart A brother or sister is not under bondage in such cases But God has called us to peace Next verse God has called us to what? peace. So if you are not getting peace in there, you can separate for some time. Next verse. For what knows that O wife? And to the, to the married I command, yet not I, but the Lord, let not the wife depart from her husband. Hmm? Let, not him, let not him divorce. Next verse. Then it says, but and if she departs, if she leaves because of one thing, but and if she departs, let her remain unmarried. Or be reconciled to her husband. And let not the husband put away his wife. So you can separate yourself because of one thing or the other. I don't know if you get it. They are beating you. They are going to kill you. Leave quickly. Report to your parents. He married you out of a family. Report to your parents. Let your parents know. He married you before the church. Let your pastor know this is what is going on. And therefore I've taken so and so decision to stay away from him until he changes his mind. If I can't have any way of finding out that he has changed, I will be married until he dies. When he dies, I'm freed from him and I'll marry somebody else. I won't assist his death or allow him to assist my death. You understand? So there's something called separation. It is allowed, the scripture, it's in the Bible. You can separate. You can go. Yes. If it will take 50 years for him to die, then 50 years you're on your own. (laughs) not normal. It's not normal. Yeah, marriage is not simple like that though. Yes. So if they are beating you, leave. If he slaps you, move. Move out. If he's threatening to pour acid on you, don't wait for him to pour the acid on you before you realize that something has happened. Don't say, oh, they say we shouldn't... They. The Bible says leave. But and um, if, leave. If you come and see me, I'll let you leave and I'll get bigger guys to go and beat him for you. Basically, yeah. yeah we can, so, can beat, we can beat.
5: so in the verse 17, let's go back. Because...
1: Verse 17,
5: eh? Yes. Oh, sorry. This is verse 17. The one that um, read that um, you can leave or something. Yeah, yeah. Verse 15, eh? Uh Ah, but if the unbelieving departs, let him depart. A brother or sister is not Under under bondage in such cases. So there's some exceptions. Yes, so this one,
1: this one has to do with uh, the other person deciding <laughs> that I'm leaving you and I don't want you anymore in my life and has remarried and gone. You are not bondage. You, you are not bondage. You, you can also, also remarry. I don't know if you get it. So this one is different from what I was talking about. Yes, if he says he's leaving you, what can you do? He says he's leaving you and he is gone. If he's gone, you can't stay there. He's married, he's even married somebody and is gone. Hey, look for a brother. <laughs> I <laughs> tell you.
6: <laughs>
1: Man no be firewood. Esan. Woman no be tacho.
6: Uh-huh,
1: so that this one sorts that one out. Okay? Uh-huh, so there's remarriage. As for remarriage, there's remarriage. Apart from death. If uh, the person, the unbelieving departs, let him depart brother or sister is not under bondage in such cases but god has called us to peace so you can remarry but don't kill somebody in order to be able to remarry
0: hello everyone good morning so last week we learned about um, four things the word of god does for us as a single person and one of them was that the word of god gives us an identity in christ yeah so i want to actually so like before maybe like you became born again you had a troubled past for example like you're someone into alcohol drugs etc but now like you found Christ and like you've accepted your weakness in him and he's giving you your, like his strength uh, what would be your advice like maybe going into marriage let's say you found someone that like you love and you want to be with the person would you advise like going into graphic detail like telling the person about your past and like, the things you used to do in the past. Like, because you love the person.
1: Spare the person your de- the details. Okay. But the person should know where you are coming from. My wife knew the experiences I had had before I got my- we were getting married. And I knew the experiences she had had before we got Sorry, married.
5: Sorry, it wasn't much. You it exactly.
1: See, it wasn't much. So, it's not... You don't expose the person... Okay, so in 1999, as I was moving in, in Legon, I saw this lady... And that was the first. And then in nineteen, in 2001, I mean, spare the person the details. Let the person know that I've had a wild past before. I was a very bad boy. But God has saved me. The Lord has saved me. That If the person is a Christian, the person will know that that should settle it for him or her. Don't, don't give the person... Be- I know some people who are suffering because of details.
5: You no, know, me, my problem is that if God won't judge somebody because of the past, who are you? Did you hear what you said? Say it again. If God doesn't judge you based on your past, who are you to judge that person based on that person's past? Uh, I have a problem with it because God doesn't do that. We have come into Christ. We are new creations. You know. All things are past. All things are past. The way behold, all things have become. If God had not said that, would have been very. No, no. It just tells me that you are a self-righteous somebody, and you have an issue. You need God to deal with you, because self-righteousness is sin, also. Do you understand?
1: Yes. All things are passed away. So it's, it's finished. Uh-huh. But you shouldn't insist on knowing. Tell me. Tell me how it was. Tell me.
5: Ah uh, No, if after that you are coming to judge the person, then look, you cried. I, will, I won't allow the person to marry. You are not, you are not correct.
1: <laughs> you are not correct. You have a problem. Okay, so don't get into details. What, what, oh, I've done an abortion before. You get it. You should let the person I've done an abortion before. Don't tell the person, I've done it seven times. Just say, I have done an abortion before. <laughs> there was a young lady sitting with me. She had done six abortions. And I prayed with her. Everything, she became fine. Then the devil stood and thought into her, in her mind. Will you ever give birth? Again. Will you ever give birth? You've done six. Will you ever give birth? Will I ever
7: give birth? Will I ever give birth? Let me try and see if I will give birth.
1: <laughs> and she went to get pregnant again. Can you imagine? She had not forgiven herself for her past. So the devil could use that as a means of getting into her life. And she did the seventh one. She she removed that one before she came to tell me. She removed it and then came. You come in. Now she's married. And we are all waiting. We are all waiting. Yeah. Yes. But the Lord is merciful, amazingly. But you don't allow, don't allow the devil to take a hold of your life because of your past. If you allow him, he will use your past to torture you for many years. You will hang yourself for nothing. Your notes will not understand. <laughs> we will not understand your suicide notes. Uh, at what
7: age Miss foolish power? What
1: is this? You die because of that. We don't understand your suicide notes. Yeah. Yeah.
8: Uh-huh. How are you? It's good to see you. Good you, um My question has to do with um purpose and being a helpmate okay, and um, one of the things that particularly blessed me was that um, as a, as a man when i 'm proposing, my proposal is not I like you per se, but it's i i 'm proposing my vision and my my purpose so that person, and it really blessed me um, My question is that predominantly we see men doing more. Pastor, please forgive me. Let me put the question this way. That, that one of the understanding i got was that the woman is supposed to be a helpmate of the man in the marriage. But we see an extension of it in other things. Um, for instance, you um, are the bearer of the vision for this church. Yeah. And then mommy is a helpmate in the marriage and also in the in, in ministry. Yeah. So what about when a woman is the bearer of the vision? So even during the marriage, she's supposed to be a helpmate to the husband. Um, I've seen like Joyce Meyer, Queen Elizabeth, Deborah in the Bible, many other instances where the woman outside of the marriage is the one having a certain purpose. Yeah. Um. So in, in that kind of setting where probably the man is now supposed to be a helpmate in that regard, Yeah. if I'm a man and I meet a woman like that, How God presents my proposal.
1: (laughs) 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 Wow. (laughs) Pastor Pastor Ali, says it's a simple thing. So let's let's see, Pastor Ali, please answer for (laughs) that.
7: Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. All right. So again, we come back to uh, marriage different from work. You can be a powerful person in work. You see, marriage is, marriage is not work, the work you do. You know, I've heard some people say that my purpose in life is to be an accountant. My question to them is that if we create an accounting software to replace you, that means your purpose has finished. So your purpose is beyond an activity you do somewhere. Are you getting it? Marriage in itself is a divine institution, not a man-made institution. And the purposes are not what is popular. The fact that it's popular or seen doesn't I mean that that is the purpose. Do, do, do you follow what I'm trying to say? So, in the context of marriage, even for Joyce Meyer, they are talking about like this. If, if Some of these things, you need to maybe delve deeper and understand. The man is the man. She serves the man. The man is the head, actually. In terms of ministry or the expression that God has given for them to have, the woman is more known. But the man is actually very key in marriage. So, marriage and work is different. Do you you understand what I'm saying? Uh, So, that ministry is actually work and it's different. It's not the same. Even now, Mm -hmm.
1: Joyce husband is the manager of she, he manages her.
7: He manages uh, exactly to do what they are doing. Yes, because he's the husband too. And um, the husband is the head of the wife. Even if the wife is the general overseer of the church, the man is the head of the wife who is the general overseer of the church. So, definitely there's an influence through there. Are you following what I'm saying? So, he's still in charge. In the marriage context, outside, somebody will say that oh, this one looks higher. That's why you shouldn't look at what people say. Like, like the perception of people towards you. That's you shouldn't be your problem. Oh. your concern should be God's perception toward you. Because what is popular is usually not the case. It's what you are seeing, and, and it can be a mirage, a full mirage. You think that this person is in charge. For example, usually you think that the president is in charge of the country. Somebody else is dialing the numbers. Up. The president is a spokesperson. And the people who are running the country are behind the scenes. You see, but you think that, that the president, yeah, I, I, I should counsel the president. The one who controls the president is not seen, but he's in charge. Are you getting it? So that is what you should look at. Now, tabling out your proposal, is not like the, the woman is aimless, necessarily. When you are the man, because you are sharing a proposal to the lady, the woman is aimless. So now you have brought purpose to the life of the lady. It's not true. Because, you see, when you are giving a proposal out like that, the person is also scrutinizing to see whether a how house has been tempted to flow in that dimension. Because she also has purpose. She hears from God. So the proposal is not your proposal. It's God's proposal for us to function in. Does it make sense? Uh-huh. So
1: understand the dynamics and you flow. Is it, and your, your purpose, like, like, he, like he rightly said, your purpose is not outside of uh, Christ. Your purpose is in Christ. Okay? So, when I was talking, I was talking about, I, I remember mentioning that what God has one purpose. I'll build my church. And that is why all of us are... I, I, in, if you're a Christian, that's, that's your purpose. We are building the church of the house of God. We are building the kingdom of God. Now, in what way, is our family going to be involved in building the church? Do you get it? Maybe we would be involved in doing accounting we we'll raise all our children to be accountants in order for us to become very strong in accounting along that line, be the best, so that anybody who needs accounting, whatever, will contact us. And then we'll use whatever proceeds we have there to sponsor the gospel and push it forward. And also be in the house of God to be a blessing to others, to share the word with others and all of that. That is a great purpose. You You've linked your accounting to the house of God, the kingdom of God and what he's doing. So if in the accounting your wife is... The senior most accountant. How does that spoil anything? It doesn't spoil anything. It's still vision. We are in the same vision we are doing what we are supposed to do to make the house of God go. Do you get it? Aha. Uh-huh. So purpose is actually... You cannot find your purpose outside of Christ. God is the one who made you. Your purpose is not outside of Him. That is why if your profession is your purpose you are, you are miserable. It's, that is not it. It goes beyond that. It's, it's, it has to do with what you are doing in Christ. Because that's what he will judge you based on. Please you understand. So every lady has purpose. Every lady has purpose. If a lady really knows the
7: Lord, she will know why she's existing. That's why she can deny a proposal because it's not what she's tempered for. You get it? She can say, no,
1: where I'm going is not where you're going. You are only into accounting. I don't just want to do accounting. Yes, accounting is powerful, but that, I like it. I do it, but that's not why I'm existing. I'm doing accounting because of what I want to do for the Lord because I know this is what God says I should do for Him. That's all. Please, you understand? Uh-huh. Okay? Yes. Question? Any other question? Yeah.
9: Mine is not necessarily a question. It's something that I want you to confirm.
1: Clarify. Yes, okay.
9: please. So, um, parsley just... um. Pastor Elion mentioned that um, the man has a certain responsibility in the marriage, and the woman also has a certain responsibility, and so that being said, um, he said that um, the marriage is a depiction of Christ in the church. So in watching a great marriage, a good marriage, one learns how to submit to God. And on the other hand, when you watch a man love his wife, you learn how that God provides God natures and things. And from the questions that like have come up so far, I feel like it's reveals our heart toward God. Like for example, preferences and the issue of money, that is why somebody would only be want to be associated with God when things are going great for them. When yeah they start to encounter a certain problem in a certain way, then they feel like God has deserted them or they want to desert desert God because then they are not necessarily getting what they want. So um, that same mindset is translated into the the institution of marriage. Mm -hmm. And most of the time that mommy is um, addressing a certain question, she's always saying, um, talking about being a Christian, so I'm just saying, is it safe to say that the institution of marriage reveals your heart towards God in a certain
1: way? It does. It does. It does, because actually, marriage is with God in perspective. Okay, it's with God in perspective. The man's, instru- the man's responsibility is not communicated to him without God in perspective. The Bible says, husbands, love your wives. Even as Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. And it says, wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands. As unto the Lord. Do you see? For us, the husband, us, go, go back, go to that place. Ephesians chapter 5, 22. It's with God in perspective. Marriage is treated with God in perspective. Every action is with God in perspective. And... Uh, it's actually a show of how your heart towards God. That's how it is. Why submit yourselves unto your own husbands. Ask unto the Lord. 23. For the husband is the head of the wife, and even as Christ is the head of the church, and is the Savior of the body. Have you seen it? Even as Christ. So it's all, every instruction that he gives to the man, to the husband, and to the wife, is with God in perspective. And so, uh, you can't take him out. It's not possible. That's why all those who try taking him out have failed. Yes, they failed. They couldn't love as they we're supposed to, because they we're supposed to have loved as God wanted them to.
0: Good afternoon, Pastor. Yeah. I, I have two questions now. Hey,
1: we'll, ask, we'll answer one. Okay. Okay, so, okay. ask the, the first most
0: one. You ask. Okay. So, I don't know the duration. You said there's no duration in, like, the what? Duration in dating. Duration? Yes. How of long what? you date someone? Of courtship? Yeah. Yes. So, um, people date for like 5 years, 3 years and then they see red flags and then they leave the relationship. They,
8: they see date red flags
0: and then they leave the relationship.
8: They leave the relationship. Uh-huh. Or you
0: pray and then she's not the one. Yeah. But if you already dated like two years and then you go for another one and God says she's not the one. You go for another one, she's not the one. And you're wasting your time and you're wasting, you're wasting everybody else's time. time. So, so, is it appropriate if you just date 5? So that you pray and... Then, if you date 5 people yes, at the time, and then you pray and see which and one... you see which one... It's a powerful
1: question. It's a powerful question. The second one is you see, there's a difference between there's a difference between um's wife has a book on dating. Okay. It, it depends on which part of the world you are in. In Ghana, when we say dating, it means that we are very serious. Isn't it? But in America, when we say we are dating, it's not we are not serious. Like we can go out. We can go for a date. You can go for a date with your boss. If we are I can go on a date with Pasteli. I'm taking him out where he's In the future. The future is big, who? So, that, that in America is normal. Uh-huh. But in Ghana, when we say we are dating, it means that it's official, like we are really. Uh-huh. But there's nothing wrong with being friends with a number of ladies. You are friends. You get it. You're just friends. It's nothing serious. You are nice to everybody. Okay, you're nice as you pray and wait on the Lord concerning who he would lead you to. But if the problem is it becomes a problem when you become very serious with everybody, like you are visiting on a regular basis. You don't even visit your mother like that. You are just visiting this person, Mr. I mean you are you are you are making yourself too obvious. If you make yourself too obvious, you put something in the lady's hands, or you put something in the guy's heart that hey, this person is really interested in me. You get it? You, you go out to the person once, twice, thrice, four times, five times, when it's that you buy something for her. What are you trying to see? You are worrying the person. You get it? Um, I
0: have a second. The second
1: one. Oh, don't worry. So, I'm in the face. But I hope, yes. I hope you understand what I'm saying. Yes. Uh-huh. So, it's not advisable to become very serious with five people. Very, very serious with five people. And then you say, I'm praying about it to see which one. At your wedding, people someone will pour oil in your dress, you'll see. Yes, someone can shoot you. Something can happen because you can't lead someone on for so many years and then you decide that, oh, I, I, I like this one. And then you go, no, you don't do that. So we, we, we try not to engage, don't try to engage somebody when, when you're, you're not ready and you're engaging somebody. Enjoy yourself as a single person. Be a freebie. Just be happy. There are some people who can't exist, can't seem to exist without having somebody texting them at night. There's something wrong you are there's something <laughs> there's something wrong you don't know how to be alone you get it uh-huh so don't do that but you can be friends of course you can have a pool of friends that you are you are cool with you are close to you can call and find oh how are you doing charlie it will be good to go and eat some food somewhere some at some and you don't go with her alone as you are going we go with your friends you're other people you're eating and there you you're fine there's nothing wrong you get it as you pray If as you pray, you know that this is the one, then you get closer. and then The person must also find out. You don't say, God has told me. God told me that you are my wife. Don't propose like that. It's one of the worst proposals ever. God told me that you are my wife. I will slap you. What do you mean? You don't know that I'm your wife. You you say God. No. So, even when you know God has spoken to you, tell the person, this is what is in my heart. This is what is in my heart for you. Okay? Yeah. Second question.
0: the, The second question. I'm in a Facebook page where um, they share um, relationship stories and then you can advise through the comments. Okay. So there's this um, problem that couples have been sharing, like married people. And then there are people who said, like, they, were, they stayed very pure during the courtship. And then when they got married, they realized their husband's this thing is too small or it's under one minute. So and he's, empire, he's under one minute. How many minutes should he be should he be under? It's not okay. <laughs> or he's yeah, too I small. To so how would I get advise someone? first
1: of all, get out of that particular group. Because they are poisoning you, they are preventing they are spoiling your mind completely. All those groups they are not right. It's not true. She's, she's some of satisfied. them are some of them are liars. Some of them are wicked people, they are not Christians and they are saying all kinds of things. What do you mean by he's under one minute? How many minutes should he be under? No, how many minutes should he be under? What are you looking for in life? What are you looking for? You want two days, continuous. It's madness. You get it? And that's what his, the thing was too small or it wasn't working? It's too small. It's, it's too not, small. How, you said you, you remained pure during your courtship. How did you so know we, the which size? Where, which size, where did you find the size it's from? You said, so they are liars. And it's not the size of a man's penis that pleases a woman. You don't know about sex. is not what you think of. It's way beyond that. <laughs> you see, you are surprised. Like It's way beyond. Hollywood has deceived you. Hollywood has deceived you. Porn has deceived you. Porn has deceived you. Has deceived you. Your mind is all over the place. You are... It's not what you think. There are many things that you need to do. Okay, but we are, this is not a marriage counselor, so I can't say it. Learn the Christian way, learn the God way. Because God is the one who created sex. Yes. Without the Holy Spirit, eh, you'll be surprised that your wife is there. You are here. You can't do anything. You'll be
5: shocked. Shocked. Yes, I wanted to add that. Look, I, I think you have to be careful. A lot of people are beginning to cast aspersions on being a virgin staying pure before marriage and all manner of nonsense, please it's highly demonic it's an agenda of the devil it's using sex to destroy a lot of youth okay and believe you me, there's nothing like I have experienced experience before marriage marriage is not sex marriage is not just sex do you understand? and like pastor said sex was created by God and if you have, I think people are shy to ask, teach me how to, this way goes. He will teach you.
10: You are shy of God. The
5: Holy Spirit teaches. Yes. You don't use the, God, the worldly way to come inside. You'll be surprised. You, you people you will never satisfy yourself. You, will you can never, go
1: for one hour. Still, you are not satisfied.
5: You will never satisfy yourself. That's why you'll be thinking about sizes and all manner of nonsense. Because you don't know what you want.
1: Is it not God who created that boy's penis? That is small. Or it's oh, not no, God? No, no, It's so, uh-huh. it's so if stupid. If God has that in mind as a means of satisfying people, uh, ladies, then everybody should have a certain size. God will measure. Okay, Michael, are we getting a right size? What kind of nonsense is that?
5: Yes, and if, if that person has been sexually promiscuous, that means that the vagina has even lost its tone. Oh.
1: You oh, have yes, to hear what she said. They
5: didn't yes. hear it. Say it again. No, I'm just saying that person is sexually promiscuous. And that's why the person will be looking for a woman Or something like that <laughs> Oh yes, because your tone has been de- No, look, you guys have to be I-, I see this all over And it's very disturbing It's causing a lot of people to make a lot of mistakes Especially the young ones The SS people and stuff It's a lie It's a lie from the pit of hell You don't need to have sex To enjoy sex in marriage It's just wrong there's an account
1: that
5: says that you're in or something like that. Yeah. It's a natural process. Just it's something nobody that, taught you how to poopoo. Yes. Nobody said when well, you're it will come. <laughs> no, you get it. And it's a process you learn together. That's what makes it beautiful. Now you have experience, so what? Jackie Chan or what? that is not a the silly marriage. Fun, silly fun, and what happens is that ceiling no, fan uh, whatever. <laughs> no, what happens is that you come in with a lot of demons. You come in with a lot of demons. Sex is one of the major avenues that the, the devil uses to get demons into into people. So you come in with a lot of demons. Do you understand? Now then the pastor has to be doing deliverance and prayer and every day, all night. What is it?
1: (laughs) All those
5: things. (laughs) Yes, so if you keep opening yourself like that, the devil likes that. Then he's packing you with demons. You're a Christian, I'll pack you. Yes, you're a child of God, but yes, foolishness, stupidity. Witchcraft is a uh, Work a work of the flesh. Witchcraft. You can be coming to church, but you're a witch. Yes. Witchcraft. Demons. Do you get it?
1: If you read Final Quest, you, you see that a, demons a, a... ride Christians. There are Christians who have demons riding them. Oh, a lot. From makes demons have a way around you to ride you as often as they want and as often as they desire. You get to heaven and you wonder what you did with your life on earth. Because you are mended off completely.
5: You know, at the other time, what um, um, I had saying, look, we've said this over and over again. It's so serious, eh? Anytime you have sex with somebody, you become one with that person. Become one. It's so serious. You may not have that person's sexually transmitted diseases, but the person's spiritual nonsense it comes on you. It comes on you. And because of how you people went to about it, because it's wrong. It's like a, dev- a devilish nonsense that is coming. It's definitely not a blessing from God. And that is what you have to understand. Don't play with it. Even if it's a Christian, you are all in the same church. Don't play with sex. Because it is more than just two people's bodies joining. Hollywood is lying. Look at what is wrong over there. They are all crazy. You don't watch normals. You don't watch stories. You people, you watch only movies. They are real life stories. People kill for nothing.
7: Yeah.
5: Hollywood stories. My goodness. There are a lot of stories. They kill. They easily kill. Like they are angry. They'll kill you. Like they don't have, they don't have boundaries. They don't have God. So they are just showing. Netflix is just pouring last into the system. Delete
1: Netflix or so Tom.
5: Just pour, and last. pour and last. it last. Delete it. It's you not alive, helping you. No, it will help you. Before it's you alive. realize, you have jumped onto a girl which you didn't intend to, and you wonder why I did it. Yes.
10: Because something
5: happened? has taken over you that you couldn't, you couldn't understand. Now, how to explain that to the police is going to be very difficult. Yes. Something took over, and I couldn't understand. How do you explain that to the police? You say you're a very foolish boy.
1: Yeah.
5: There are consequences to our actions. We have to know that. You can't do something and not expect a consequence. This is a generation that doesn't think about consequences of action. Yeah. What makes me feel good today is all that I want to do. Unfortunately, the world hasn't changed since time immemorial. You will always have consequences to your actions. Do you understand? You cannot feed on porn. And expect that you, you grow in God, it won't happen. Your mind is clogged up, it's, it's trash. Get off all those things. Let's be Christians, feed on the get to know what the Bible is saying concerning your life. Because your life eh, is just one, it's not Super Mario. People forget that their lives there's no second life, it's just one. And the devil doesn't spare anybody. From the baby to the adult, he doesn't spare anybody. He doesn't. So you are not that special, my brother. Or my sister. You are not that special. It's just some mercy that has located you somewhere. So if you decide that you continue in the nonsense, you continue. It's just a matter of time. It will show forth. Do you understand? If you play with things,
1: lust will play with you.
5: It's like, oh, now we are so woke that... We are, we, it's a foolishness on another high level. That everything that is God, you, you think you know better. You continue. The effects of their nonsense, it will start to show. It's yes. Depression, suicide, all those things, you know where they come from. Mm. You know where they come from. Meddle with the devil and see. He, he likes party, he will really destroy you. Hallelujah. Amen.
1: Beautiful. Yeah. Who else has a question here? You also have a question. Hey, Amen will be the last. Then we are done. Yes, please.
6: Good day, Daddy. How are you? I'm fine, sir. Great. Um, First of all, I want to read something from um, Proverbs chapter 4. So um, the Bible says there is a way that appears to be right, but in the end it leads to death. And I believe that that is the reason why most husbands die before their wives in marriages. Most
1: husbands die
6: yeah, before their wives. wives in marriages. Because the Bible says um, our preferences, are fair. we think it's right. But at the end, it only leads to, 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 to our death. Um, my question is to mommy. Uh, mommy, um, you're talking about we not judging people. Um, I met a lady and the lady talked to me about, um, about her past. Maybe she said she cheated in some ways, and as time went on, um, she told me. Uh, it would be very hard not to refer her to what she's because this is what you told me that you've done before, and you've repeated it again. Would I be wrong to refer her to repeated it way? Say
1: you she are married now.
6: She, yes. So we are married now, and in our courtship she made me understand that her past was she cheated during some of the she did all kinds of things yes. in her past yeah. and we are married now and um, so like I it's an audio to something but I'm, I'm beginning to see a pattern in, in what she's doing would it be wrong to refer her because most ladies get offended when you refer them okay hold on is, is, what I was talking about is,
5: <laughs> is somebody who has repented who is now a conscious Christian Okay, who uh, understands forgiveness for herself? He understands God's forgiveness. The person's life has turned around. Okay, I must say, I I I, I used to, they used to say that Amy Newman used to be a strip dancer, a club strip club dancer before she married her husband. You know Amy, Amy Newman. Newman, do you
1: know Amy Newman, the musician?
5: Do you know Amy Newman? And even Darlene, there was something like that. Would, would we want to refer their past to that? That's what I'm talking about. This is, if this woman understands the fact that she's a new creation, all things are passed away, behold, all things are become new. So you, your mistake is that you didn't pray. See so whether this person is correct or not. Do you understand? That is your mistake. I'm not saying that, don't judge. She, has, she, she told you she has cheated. You forgive her. Did you pray about it before marrying her? That is she really a truly repentant somebody? That is what we are talking about. If she just told you and then she does it again, Onya, correct. Now you've gotten yourself something you can't do away with. That is your responsibility. And that is your mistake. And you have to deal with your consequences. Do you understand? So this is the first part is what I was talking about somebody has come into christ the person has become focused the person is serving god nobody will refer their past it is too wrong
6: okay
5: it's i'm not talking about when the person saying to you and then that's the game no that person doesn't know what she's about
6: okay Uh, mommy my most important question is um we are afraid about it and god has revealed a partner to me god has revealed a partner like i've gotten a partner Um, as a result of the prayer that I prayed but um, the package wasn't what I was quite looking for Um, how do I I handle
1: it (laughs) (laughs) because if
6: the
1: Bible says that
6: there are ways that we think is good it means that there are some things that God also does that maybe we feel it's bad now but at the end it will be perfect How do I deal with it now, knowing that this wasn't a package? But I'm sure most it means
1: that you don't trust God. Basically.
6: No, and apart from
5: that, I'm doubting your prayer proper. (laughs) No, because no, let me tell you something, eh? God doesn't give you something you hate. He does not. He does not. Do you understand? He won't give you something you hate, he'll give you something you like. And he'll give you some, when I say he gives you something you like, it is not what you think you like. He'll give you something, you realize that, hey, this is not my taste, but I like hell. I don't, I can't explain it. That's what I'm saying. He'll give you something you like and you'll be surprised that you like the person, but it is not the, your, your statistics. Do you get it? He won't give you something you don't like. He will never force you. The Holy Spirit doesn't do that. He never does that. Do you understand? So if you are feeling forced, it's a, it's a familiar spirit. Yes,
9: mummy.
1: Yeah. In Jesus' name, mummy. Yeah. Please. time. you. I beg. I beg. Time. We've allowed you. It's, it's okay. Yeah. Quickly, please. Yeah.
11: Okay. Hey, Thank you, daddy. Um, I'm on this platform,
1: and. Hey, you've on platforms, wow. Well
11: and like people do post questions like based on them so a married man posted a question like he recently got married he was like before he got married he was taught on how to abstain from sex before marriage and all that and he met someone who also had that same perception so they got married but unfortunately like on their wedding night he got to find like find out that this lady had excuse me to say she had no genitals like they were flat so he's like, he's already married to her, and he was like, for better, for worse. So right now, this lady is the like... The place was flat. Like, Then it's a the medical house. condition. Yes.
1: So they need to go to the hospital. Yes. And I'm, I'm surprised that the girl, the girl <laughs> didn't know, and her parents didn't the know. The
11: girl knew, like she knew. She way. But because she really loved this guy, and she didn't want to let him go. She didn't want to tell him. You get it. And now they've gotten married.
1: That's a wicked person.
5: You are not yeah. a Christian. <laughs> No, and, and yeah. it, so it just comes right down to look. Be a Christian. Pray about who you are marrying. But the Holy Spirit is telling you not to go. Don't go. Okay. The fact that the person is a Christian, the person goes to church, the person prays, doesn't mean that 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 person is what God wants for you. Get to know that. Yes, you abstained. Abstaining is good for yourself. Oh, it's for your own benefit. Now, abstaining doesn't mean that don't pray and ask God for direction. Do you understand? After you abstain, you still ask God for direction. It's not saying that because I abstained, okay, now God, everything, a decision I take, it has to be right or something. That's not what it means. You still have to have that relationship. Christianity is a relationship with God. And abstinence is part of it. Do you understand? Now if you didn't pray, and then the girl didn't tell you, it's unfortunate. But even with him... He can divorce her because um, there can't be even a consummation. You get it? They can't even be one. Marriage is what we do here. They can't be one. And consummation. we yeah. not consummated, we are not married. She can't, it's not marriage.
1: It's not a marriage at all. Can't
5: it's not a problem, actually. Even in the laws of Ghana, she can. He can. Yeah, it's not there. What do you do? It's, it's like marriage under false pretenses.
11: There were other means, like even ways, to,
5: like he can know. He should pray. <laughs> the, you see, they ask these questions in a sort of way to justify sex before marriage, and you should be careful. The fact that he's, he is saying that he's a married man, it's a lie. Leave just, that page. You know, they are trying to get.
1: Leave that page. <laughs>
5: they just try to get um, people to think off. Yes. So they. Bring questions that will let you question your morality. They make you question your principles. And say, oh, okay, let's justify this. It's like a whole group of people. There are some people who think they are really smart on these pages. They, I'm a married man. How do you know he's a married man? How do you know? He's lying. I wonder how come people trust these pages so much. You can't see their faces. Whatever they say, you believe. People, you need help. Do you get it? Yeah, you have you have to be careful.
7: Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Leave the platform immediately. But I think one thing that cuts across all that we are saying, and I dare say that any other question that may come will be along those lines. is an issue of our Christianity. Yeah. We are Christians, but we are not Christians. We've not we've not we've not allowed ourselves to be Christians. That's why we are always looking for another way to take care of something that your work with God takes care of. We don't trust the thing. It means that we have a lot of unbelief concerning God, concerning His methods. It's like our question is to take away God's plan or God's original intention to create another route. It's like we are all trying to create another route somewhere. Let's. Let, how about this one? Let's pass it. That one that we should pass here. There's always some kind of exception you want to create to what God has said. And it will not work. Meanwhile, in that fact of being a Christian, everything is sorted out. It means that even to judge whether somebody else is a Christian, you, you are not able to. You, you, you don't have, you don't seem to recognize how to recognize if this is a Christian or not. You, you use very uh, shallow things to determine it. It also means that your fellowship with God is so low, you cannot discern. It's like discernment of spirit is not a possibility for you. You can't discern anything. Yeah, because, you see, people can lie to you to your face and you can't even discern that, ah, this thing is a lie. It it, it means that for everyone of us here, or for most of us here, we really have to come and look at that particular thing. Am I a Christian? What do I believe? Am I an unbelieving Christian? An unbelieving believer? Or do I really believe what God is saying? Do I really accept what God has said? It's a cardinal thing for just about most of us here which brings a lot of experience so you have to start changing that and start looking at who you are. You see, if you don't do that uh, two, three years from now we'll be doing the same thing again and the same questions will be coming and we'll be wondering what is going on then five years from now, we'll be still talking about this and you'll you'll not be able to marry, at least well if you really want to marry you'll not be able to marry well If you go ahead to do it the way you want to do it, you will have problems, and then you become the examples. That when you do marriage like this, this is how it will end. When you do marriage like this, this is how it end. It will be bad examples. So I think that across board, get to know God. Get to understand what prayer is about. Prayer is not that I just close my eyes. And I open my eyes and say something and that's it. No, you must understand what prayer is. You must understand it. You must get to the word of God. You must be reading God's word. It means your devotion. You don't do it. You don't have a, de- you don't do devotion. Some of the things you are mentioning there. If you are fellowship with the Holy Ghost, you will tell you that this thing is not correct. Your, your heart is coming out in diverse ways that is showing that you really need God. And don't get offended when you are told that you are not being a Christian. You are not, you are not growing. Don't get offended about such a thing that what do you mean everything is in my you don't know what I do with my God I talk to my God in my room, I read it No, already that's pride That's pride already going on there. So please get to know God for yourself. If you really are serious about any aspect of your life get to know God for yourself like be interested, what do I do? Some of you don't even know how to fast you don't know how to pray, you don't know how to study God's word, you are not interested in it, yet you want to marry And have a good marriage, it will not work. If that is the other questions you want to ask, we have given you the answer. It will not work. It's a surety. It's as surely as God lives, as surely as God lives, it will not work. Is it clear? All right.
1: Wow. You have a question? Yes, sir. Hey!
3: Hey, Eben's question has been pending. Thank okay. you, Pastor. So, Pastor, okay. uh, in last week's message, you made mention of something. You said, uh, is, there's nothing wrong with telling the lady you like that, Charlie. My mind is you. But I want to know, at what point do you tell the lady that you like the person? Because the second part is...
1: If if you're not yeah, careful, you end up
3: saying yeah. it to so many people. Yeah, or s- spoiling the relationship. Maybe at that very moment, the lady doesn't like you. But with time, it, will, it can work. But at what time do you tell the person? And also, maybe yeah, there's a line actually. If if you don't think. There's what? Like, there's, there's a queue. That's there's a cue uh-huh. for the lady. For the lady. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, you, you don't want to do a wrong investment. Like, you don't want to waste your time. Uh-huh.
0: So, you're I want, shooting your shots to know if. To be accepted or not
1: allow the holy spirit to lead you to be honest with you i i didn't tell my wife i liked her the very first year i met her i think i met her 2006 the first time i told her i liked i liked her was a year later and even though i was led by the holy spirit to say it to her and she said she's not ready she said she's not ready i said okay no problem that day she cooked Yum. and then we ate. I didn't say, what do you mean? God has said that. I should come and tell you. I've said it. Go away. we away. No. I, she said she wasn't ready. And God told me. God had told me that she wasn't ready. That's not me. You get it? Uh-huh. It's The laugh was really challenge. I was like, no. I have to say this if I don't say it. Uh-huh. So I said it. I knew she was not ready. When she said she was not ready, I was okay because that, I knew that was what I told me so we could flow for another two years or three years. The second time I went to propose, when I went to the room, I didn't propose. I knew I was supposed to, but I was like, Charlie, I don't want problems, let me just go. I, and she also knew I was going to propose to her that day. She knew, through her fellowship with the Lord, she knew that that day I was supposed to propose to her. But well, when I came, I didn't propose. I went out, she escorted me and went. When I was going, the Holy Spirit told me, what are you doing here? I told you to propose, why didn't you propose? So I went back, went to knock on the door. When she, when, I, when she opened the door, she saw me. She knew what I had come for. And I proposed to her, and that was it. Now, if you follow the Holy Spirit, then eh, He will lead you, to be honest with you. He will lead you so nice. You have a nice story. You have a very nice story. And if you don't allow the Holy Spirit to lead you, you realize that your story is like a eh, milk, milk thing that has been. I mean, Chaskele, only Chaskele. Yeah.
5: Ha- ha- Hallelujah. Sorry, let me just add to that. Yes. Yeah. I'm just saying that it's not as if we are some special group of beings. No. Okay. We we just went to church and put what we were taught to work. We're taught to have time with God. We put that into practice. And we got that. It is not something um, mysterious You get it We were taught and we put it into practice And the more we put it into practice The closer we got to God The more we got to know God The better the relationship became The more we did it The more we realized that God is interested In every single aspect in our lives Then the relationship got sweeter And better and it's still ongoing You get it So it is not about A special people That is not what it is It is just Walking with God That is what Christianity is Deciding that what I am taught I'll put to practice When we're told that do your quiet time Even on a Sunday morning I did it And I saw the the benefits of it So whatever I was told in church We did it We prayed We joined groups where we could pray and the more we prayed, the more we, we developed our spirit, the more we read the word, the more we got to know. We didn't even know the word like the way we know it now. We just decided that whatever we were taught, we follow. We know that this is not good, this is not good, this is not good. That is how simple it is. So it's very simple. It's not complicated at all. We tend to complicate a lot of things in our lives for no reason. For no reason. Anytime you want to outsmart God, you've outsmarted yourself because God loves you and whatever thing he's saying is for your benefit but when you want to do anything outside of him you have to remember that you're about to stick a knife into your own belly do you understand? so it's not anything strange these were just two people who are very committed to God and we knew what what was going on the Holy Spirit talks to us and we all know up till now if he goes on a retreat and I'm at home when he comes, what he says is what the Holy Spirit is telling me. It is not telepathy. It is just fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Do you understand? Uh-huh. Yeah, man. Hallelujah. Thank
3: you very much, Mommy and Daddy. I think that one thing that we need to learn is that the Word of God is true. Is it that you bow to the Word of God today... Or you wait. Mommy always says that either you st- every day shall bow and every tongue shall confess. So either you do it today or you wait later on to do it. Whether yes. you like it or not,
1: whether
3: <laughs> you like it or not. It's like anything you can argue with the word of God, but accept in your heart that you are wrong. Without that, you cannot grow. So whatever excuses, experiences people are telling you, whichever page, it could be the bishop, it could be the pope if it's not in tandem with the word of god it is not true and it will not come to pass the word of god will always come to pass so it's the earlier we accept that the better for all of us myself i've had experiences like that that i've shared with daddy that i've argued with the word of god on some things that you have to pay for it later don't go through that it's not wise just accept it because it's god speaking understand who he is he cannot be wrong so if somebody tells you that I went through this, I did it, you see that a person is lying. So you cannot believe anybody exactly. outside and say that the word of God is not true. You believe the person that you've not met on the WhatsApp page, on Facebook, and he's telling you that feminism, this, blah, blah, and you think that what they are saying is better than what God is saying. The person you've not met, you don't know they are lying. You see even a nice couple in the world, they be maybe the world's best couple showing to the social media cause they are selling something to everybody. Yeah. But so far as it's not going with the word of God. It cannot be true. Know that there is something they are hiding which will make one day come out. Exactly. So we should accept it. That the word of God is true and our lives will be simple. That, my question has to do with, you talked a lot on independence, staying as a single person, and being independent, and be dependent on God the more as you are as a single person. However, I see as you come into marriage, you need to start balancing your independence to dependence because now you are two. Becoming you are bringing one. in someone, yeah. So that is where I wanted the uh, clarity, so as you know how to move from that dependence that you are now complete, you know you are whole. To so now coming into marriage, and still now there is another party. In the question that you need to consider in that.
1: Yeah. So spiritually speaking. We, we've read it too many times. Uh, Genesis chapter 2, uh, verse 18, where it says, uh, The man shall leave father and mother. And the Lord said, It's not good that the man should be alone. I'll make him a beat for him. Go to uh, 24. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother. Then he says, And shall cleave unto his wife. So he leaves, he becomes independent of these people, and becomes dependent on this person. I don't know if you get it. So you you are going to be sharing your life with this person. So if someone is coming in, you should know others at, at at once that I'm now supposed to share my life with this person. So I share my thoughts with this person. I share my fears with this person. I share my faith with this person. I share my money with this person. I share my future with this person. So it's it's a natural thing that it starts you know developing. You may not have to even do it consciously. Huh. Uh, is the money aspect that people don't do consciously some people want to keep the money they don't want to become uh, dependent financially speaking on each other they want to be still be independent uh-huh. but the marriage is a place where you share so as you are coming in the mindset is that so when you when you go to counseling you are told that you are now going to be sharing with this person uh-huh. you share your your future your money your emotions your I mean, if something happens it, with me, the first person i call is my wife. Yes, she will get to know right now. If something happens, she will call me and tell me, this is what is going on. I mean, we don't even have to uh, uh, do it consciously now. I mean, in the course of the day, a call will come. Or in the morning, you, you say some things. We, she knows where I'll be. I know where she will be. We, we know everything that is going on. So you automatically share your life with each other. But as you learn, if you if you have thought about it some more, you're able to share even the the deepest of uh, deepest of uh, your emotions and your your life with a person. Yes, without that you will not you will not cleave as you're supposed to. Yes, so you start sharing. It's important. Okay. All right. Have you been blessed since you came? Wow. Ask anybody. Have you learned anything? Ask me, but what did you learn? I'm interested. What did you learn? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Has it been a good time? What you don't know, you don't know. You don't, um, know, you don't know. Yeah.
10: Yeah. Please, my question is, you are like you are a man. Yeah. And you fellowship at other church, like you fellowship at a love economy church. But you meet a, a lady who is also a Christian and you want to get married too. But when you get married, after the marriage, who will follow other two? His church. Maybe a lady will follow a guy to his church. Or a guy will follow a lady to his church. So, please,
1: that's my question. Yeah. The lady is supposed to follow the man to church. That's the answer. Okay.
10: Please. Uh, Hold on. Maybe the lady is attending Church of Christ. And the guy is attending Love Economy Church. But when the lady... Left his church to the guy's church, and after maybe the teaching are different because church of Christ like this, they say maybe they don't play drum and don't speak dance, Yeah. So maybe the guy, uh, the lady left to his church and come to the guy's church, and he's attending the church. After but some of teachings are not going
1: well with the lady. So what yeah. Do you so at? if you were here when I was preaching. Earlier on last week, last two weeks, I mentioned that you don't marry for marrying. You marry somebody who believes like you believe. Yes. Okay. Okay, thank you. Yes. You marry someone who believes like you believe. So that you don't get you don't the confusion becomes so much as the years go by. Okay? So marry someone who believes like you believe. As simple as that. If you marry. If you are in Love Economy Church, the lady you are marrying is a Methodist. The lady must come to Love Economy Church. That is how it's supposed to be. Unless you have an, a special agreement, there are people we have in our church who have special agreements with their husbands that they will stay here and their husbands will stay wherever they want to. They are. They are. They have special understanding. They are fine. Do you understand? Uh huh. It's okay. It's okay. So. Unless there's a special understanding and both of you have clear understanding with it, that's fine. But if uh, on a normal day, where your husband goes, is where you go. You leave your your everything because you are going to be a help meet to this guy. So you leave where whatever it is, and then you become a, a help meet to the gentleman. Okay, uh-huh. and if you're a gentleman and you brought someone from Church of Christ or from our church into this church the lady must learn when you go to Rome you do what the Romans do isn't it? the lady must learn and uh, it's always a problem it is always a problem, there's a lady you know and I know that we spoke to over uh, I think the weekend or so and she was mentioning how her husband had given her problems for many years because the husband was in another church and she moved from another church to join the husband and the husband didn't think she should continue along a certain line. And she said she'll continue along that line. The husband said, No. It's been like eight years of struggle. Yeah, it was, it became an area, a very sensitive area that both of them were not ready to back down on. And they've gone for eight years. Maybe they'll go for another eight years. So when it comes to that, it's a problem. So don't just marry someone who. Uh, it's in the same spiritual flow as you. The person believes in tongues, you also believe in tongues. The person believes in this, you also believe in that. Check all those things. Don't just say we are in love. You wake up at dawn and they are burning incense in your room. You'll be surprised. He's calling a spirit because the church is coming from, they call spirits. There are churches that call spirits. They'll be preaching and they'll say, hmm, the spirit of Elijah is here. Ah, and you have that in your house As you are eating uh, He will leave the, 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 the cat Pray. The spirit of Moses is here And you will see You will see that all your love will vanish Hallelujah
5: God bless you, his name. We pray that the word of God Will be rooted and grounded in your heart As you give attention to the word